you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. The Around the NFL Podcast received a first-round grade from Mike Mayock. Welcome back to another edition of the Around the NFL Podcast. My name is Dan Hansis, and I am joined by a room filled with some heroes. Mark Sessler to my left, Greg Rosenthal to my right. What is up, fellas? We've had some problems with some of TD's drops of late. That was a good one. Hey, Dan. <laughs> How you doing? That was a good hey, Dan. Yeah, that was a solid drop, uh, money tag. Uh, Wes, still on vacation. We'll uh, be all week. We'll so be all week. Hopes up. So, uh, Chris Wessling fans, just you know, keep soldiering through this. Keep downloading and listening uh, to us, uh, and he will be back. And by the way, we tried on Friday to track down Wes. We failed. We're going to try again. Call Huckapoos. It's the only place to find him. So What's your worry level on Wes? <sighs> I'd put it high. Hmm. High to very high. What are, you're a supervisor. What about you? Well, I'm more worried. I think Dan sees okay. If West doesn't come back, maybe that means a few extra NFL Now spots for me, and it could be worse. You know, what I'm saying it could work out. For, I'd be very worried. Wait, what was that? Dan's taking a Machiavellian NFL Now take on this. <laughs> I think of it if West didn't come back. Greg's thinking to himself, "Ooh, I'm the only." scientist quote-unquote in the studio now wow and uh you're the one that's always putting on putting these labels on bunch of lab assistants and greg i don't like to put labels on things man uh so yes we'll check in on wes we have colleen wolf um also known as the wolf woman and i as i say this i i I meant to ask td to cook up some type of wolf sound effect but maybe we'll have to wait until another time I'm very disappointed in myself about that. But Colleen Wolf, who's actually, speaking of NFL Now, wrapping up a now hit, and she's just going to come into the studio whenever she gets here, and she'll join us for the show, uh, which is a good one. Very solid one. I, I, was, uh, I quite enjoyed our last show where we, we broke up uh, Qual est tu Fantasia. That actually got me to listen to it again at night. That's a rarity for me. <laughs> so that, that will come back. But this is, a you know, as we're in the slower portion of the NFL calendar, we're going to continue to roll out new segments. We'll roll out another one today um, uh, based on the upcoming draft. And uh, 
you know, so you know, get excited for that. A lot of exciting content, Greg. Anything that can get foreign languages into the mix, like Qualis to Fantasia. Uh, yeah, thank you. You had the, the German ger- one too. Yeah, the German Twitter uh, follower that corrected me on something I said. Well, now I don't remember any of it. The Will German you? version. Yes. Will Will the title. To Fantasia, I don't remember. Um, and, you know, speaking of, of new different things coming up later this week, only two shows this week, by the way, because we have, you know, Wes on vacation and, uh, you know, a lot of things cooking. A uh, little bit of a lull in the, the news factory. A little lull in the news factory. We're going to do two shows this week, and uh, but we're going to make a special one. Our next show will go up probably on Thursday, and it will be uh, produced by the Gold Standard, but also... Greg, and this was Greg's idea, directed by the Gold Standard. What does that mean, Greg? Well, he's going to come up with a variety of mental uh, competitions and whatnot for us to go through, like a Gold Standard decathlon. And let me tell Let's you, let him stretch his legs a little bit he, before he goes. He's going to leave us soon. And yes, he actually approached he approached me about an hour before the pod started and gave me a couple of the just gave a general sketch of what he's thinking about, and it's going to be bonkers. Well, he emailed one idea out, which we won't say, which I loved. Last time I played, it was around a campfire with a variety of young men and women. And (laughs) yeah, and don't let uh, (laughs) and don't let uh, his aw shucks nature fool you. This is another shot across the bow of TD behind the glass. What is going on, guys? I mean. (laughs) I'm just going to say I feel kind of salty that I wasn't asked to direct the show. You can do it, too. The gold standard is my guy. He's he's my boy. So I have full faith in him, you know to make it happen we should do a td thursday yeah well that's too. what i, I said yeah. to td before you know gold every show is it. your t is td show it feels you, a little stale i mean we just given the assignment to gold standard <laughs> now we should have one for td no well it's a little a little bit like a, a mark sanchez thought, contract have you thought a little bit as a motivating ploy maybe mm. a little message behind the scenes from management i don't I, know i guess i guess that's what it is but you know like i said <laughs> ghost Dan is my boy and uh i'm looking forward to that show should be a fun one all right good so yes we will talk about the the upcoming draft uh uh game that has no name but it's uh you know we're gonna each throw out a couple uh teams that cannot afford to pass on selecting this either a player or a position uh we're gonna get into that we're also going to Wait, uh really have no name it does not have a name. Do you have an idea for it? Well, that's the name. Okay. What, the game that has no name? Exactly. All right, cool. I like it. Well, how's that for directing? Take that. Uh, yeah, it was good. It's C plus, B minus. <laughs> uh, and then also something I wrote uh, on Sunday, I, I looked at the rest of the remaining free agents and uh, made a uh, all free agency team, uh, kind of a sad group, but also somewhat intriguing. So we'll go through that and, and take a look at that <laughs> roster and maybe talk about some of the players. But before any of that, uh, not, not a ton of news out there, but there is some stuff to talk about. So, TD, let's do some news. I demand a trial by combat. They just run them back? You're just running them back now? Well, there's a story there. We, you know, we, we were just talking about it. We're subtly motivating that's, you, pushing some buttons, and that's what you give us? Story. There's a backstory to it. First of all, that might be one of the games on uh, the next show, just letting you know, since you guys are haters. Secondly, is that my initial drop was a Colleen Wolf, but she's not here yet. So okay. I'm gonna okay. Here. All right. All right. Well, then, Wait, what is the one you drop? Let me hear that again. I, mean, I demand a trial by combat. Oh, last thing, obviously, Scary. winter is coming. You know, okay. like five days away from Game of Thrones season five premiere, guys. Get excited. Get excited. All right, good. 
Who else should be excited? I'll tell you who should be excited. Denarius Moore should be excited because he's got a job. Because he's leading our news. This is the first and last time. He's leading the news. Denarius Moore has signed a one-year deal with the Bengals. I don't know how he led the news. I actually didn't think about it. There could have been someone else that led it, but it's too late now. The 26-year-old receiver spent his first four seasons with Oakland, uh, kind of uh, flamed out last year, lost his, his job now joins the Bengals in a uh, you know reserve role. Potentially could move up that chart, though, because Marvin Jones, of course, is coming off a year where he missed the entire season with injuries. Muhammad Sanu, sneaky, terrible year last year. So maybe the Bengals don't have the depth at wide receiver we thought they did. Well, Denarius Moore's sneaky, terrible career. <laughs> he is someone we I randomly came across uh, position rankings we did two years ago, and I don't remember who wrote it, but Denarius Moore was shockingly high. So there was a time when we saw him as a guy who could be a number one type of top 30 or 40 NFL wide receiver. There Wait. were, And if you look at his numbers, he did have some seasons where he you know, was approaching 800 yards. He had seven touchdowns in 2012. So there was a time in Hugh Jackson, that was when he was being coached by Hugh Jackson, who he's now reunited with. So if you want to get excited about Denarius Moore, go ahead. Camp body, good luck. I'm excited <laughs> about what's going on in this room. Yeah. Right, right as we're just starting the first news crack. Talk about Didn't timing. miss anything. Denarius Moore. You missed the Denarius Moore hit. Her, her name is Colleen Wolf, the Wolf Woman. Uh, wolf Woman, who we – I failed to get a drop for you for this Way uh, to go. Show. Thanks. So, All right. Uh, I see where I stand. But next time you're on, I guarantee you will have one. But welcome to the Around the NFL podcast, Colleen Wolf. This is great. What's up, gang? All right, guys, we're just getting started here. <laughs> My favorite. I, I was not responsible for that, but that is that is the wolf that we know from the NFL Now hits where we've all gotten to know each other new quite show, well. Actually. Inside the draft room, that's where that's from. New show with DJ and uh, Oh, Davis. that's right. Yeah. Oh, and I watched that on Friday. Oh, TD plugging a show involving Daniel Jeremiah. Oh, wow. Surprising. All right, guys, we're just getting started here. <laughs> Kill. All right, here we go. So, Colleen, you uh, welcome to the show. This is the second time you've been on the show. Yeah. I believe the first time was during the Combine. Mark and I were not in the room. You yeah. were here with, with Greg. It's a big step. It's kind of like when they ho- when you host SNL a second time. It's a big. It's exactly like that. It's a big kind of, <laughs> okay, you were, now you've got a chance. You're just going to, you could be in the five-timers club. You the know stage is no wings, different. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so welcome, Colleen. Let's get right to it. Um, Adrian Peterson is to meet with the NFL about his reinstatement. NFL media insider Ian Rappaport reported that Peterson will meet with the NFL on Tuesday uh, to discuss his future. The meeting is ahead of schedule for Peterson, who was uh, supposed to be eligible for reinstatement on April 15th. Um, Greg, I'll start with you on this. Does this all seem – two parts. I'll start with you on this, Greg. Does this all seem headed toward – a reinstatement where he's back on the books and going to be part of the team, or is this going to get a little messier before it gets cleaned up? No, I think he's served his time, and it's going to just be one of those rubber stamp, put him back in. Whenever they have the year suspension where it's a year, but it could be more, it's always just a year. You know what I'm saying? They always get back. And then then I'll ask Colleen and Mark this. Week one, Colleen, you first. Will he be in a Vikings uniform? I think so. I don't know if he'll be happy about it, but I think he will be. Unfortunately for the Cardinals and other teams that he would look really good on their their roster, I think he'll be playing for the Vikings. Mark? Yeah, I mean, the timing's tight. If they... If, if Minnesota doesn't have a complete resolution on Peterson, they almost have to go draft someone. I like Jaron McKinnon, but Matt Asiata is your only other option there. So I think he's sticking around. I I think they'll have a resolution. 
I think they will know his status in terms of reinstatement. They got to know if he draft. is going to be, agree to play for them too, and not pull some wild well, holdout. If if I were them, I'd look at it like he's probably gone after this year or next at the very latest, anyways. So they're going to have to draft someone to to be ready, Regardless, either yeah. way. Well, they just did that with Jarek McKinnon, but do you trust him uh, as yeah, your he, so he's one he played well last year. Maybe get another one. Uh, moving on. So the, you know we've heard. Wes isn't here to talk about Odell Beckham, his boy, uh, but we've heard a Hall lot. Hall of, of Famer, right? Uh, right now, Wes thinks he's a Hall of Fame <laughs> talent, a Hall of Fame guy, future Hall of Famer. Then um, the hype is building and building, and it's you know only April. Just wait till September. Michael Strahan, former Giants great, um, came out and said on the Players Tribune, I think that's the Derek Jeter website. Is that what that is? That Where is they write correct. their own thing? Yeah. yeah. Uh, he said that Odell Beckham Jr. is quote the greatest athlete on earth right now. Hmm. And I can't help, and Mark, you wrote this piece, I cannot help but think we're starting to edge into dangerous territory where we're just going to jinx this guy because we're putting him putting him on the pedestal. It's too soon to well, put him on this pedestal. He also put him on the pedestal next to LeBron James. He, Strahan couldn't even answer the question. He had to put two players there, not one. So mm, let's start there. Cheating. But I, I wanted to call him out on that, but it was Saturday. I was extremely <laughs> tired. I just wanted to get the post done. Let's get it up, get the metrics You know in. Greg is here, right? Greg would approve of that method, okay. but... Listen, I mean... Phone I, it in Saturdays by Cecil. Well, all right. You want to go down that road? <laughs> Keep going. Oh, no, please. Right, I'm, I'm going to get a question. Colleen, let's he's get out of here. I mean, he's yeah. excited, but give him that. Who cares? Yeah. It's just one guy's opinion. And it's his I former think teammate. He's, he's very excited about this guy, and he's a, a very awesome player to watch. So, uh, yeah, if he jinxes him, he jinxes him. And then uh, the NFC East is, uh, you know, not oh, as so strong. The, the Eagles fan coming out and calling <laughs> Oh, So who would you guys go with Clearly. then as greatest athlete on earth? Can we stick to the NFL at least? Well, I don't know. He, Earth, he I'd probably say it. some Olympian that jumps like 47 feet. Yeah. Right. What about these guys that Brown's jump from, from building to building? Unnamed, unpro athletes. <laughs> no, it's a whole... <laughs> Who are you talking about? The, it's a, go on, on YouTube. PS, no, these PC guys like, like leap from like building top to building throw, top. Michael throw Strahan West, couldn't do that. Throw in Mark's boy, Novak Djokovic, right now. I mean, that's not going to be a popular answer, but Who he's is an that? unbelievable athlete. He's the best. He's number one tennis player in the world. Hardly I always fire. like the, the people that can swim from, like, one continent to another or something like that. They, they, they kind of get my vote. Right, a human feet. Right. Uh, right, sure. So we'll go with Odell Beckham. Yeah, but couldn't, any, couldn't Odell Beckham or LeBron James or a million other people do that if that's just what they set their lives to? It's one of those things. Not many people really want to swim across the ocean. So if you're really – you know, focused on that, you're going to get it done. Well, Dan's point is, have we pushed him too far? Into Way too the, far. Right. Yeah, I agree. And with I, you know, I love Wes, but I've said it to Wes. Wes has pushed him too far. He named him a Hall of Famer already. And but Wes isn't alone. You know, there's a lot of people that are doing it. So Michael Strand. Wes was early guy. on that corner. I mean, even before after one How game he, or so. Of course, he was early on the corner. He called him a Hall of Fame Hall of Famer after his rookie season. Well, to no, Wes's I mean, credit, like after though, one week. Right. After one week of playing, he was basically saying Wes this guy's wrote an article. One of the greatest players in the league. Yeah, and he called him equivalent of Michael Jordan. And downstairs in the newsroom, this was the night of the Cowboys game against the Giants. He was being laughed at mm. by people I won't name who just said, you're out of control. He's not Michael Jordan. Two minutes later, that catch happens. He just stood up and walked out of the room, as he <laughs> should have. because he Well, great it. moment. It was. Great moment, sure. But I, and I respect Wes as a football mind, but I'm still not putting him on the level of Michael Jordan. I'm I, sorry. I think the, to Wes's to speak for Wes, and I understand where he's coming from, when Dan Marino was a rookie or Randy Moss was a rookie, 
you knew how good those guys were, and he's putting Odell Beckham in that class. And we've seen Odell Beckham that, do all these thing. other cool things. He's dunking. He's doing all sorts right. of stuff. But that catch in and of itself yeah. just made everybody lose their you, mind and not see anything else. If you just isolated his rookie year, then I think you can make the case he's had he had as great a rookie year as any guy we've seen in 20 years. Have you ever had a, a first year on the job where everyone is just like, this guy, he files reports faster than anyone <laughs> I've ever seen. No. Book him in the Hall of Fame well, of people, filing report. <laughs> people are talking about Colleen's first I, year I wrapping up at NFL now. Like that. Oh, that I mean, transcendent right. talent. Real quick, I would say this, though, about ODB, Otto Beckham. Please do. He, uh, as a fan of soccer and basketball, which are more individual sports, yes. Otto Beckham is the one guy that's coming to the scene. It's not a quarterback that you just have to keep an eye out for every week after yeah. week. He makes plays. The guy is special, no doubt, no question. Give me Des Bryant. <laughs> Moving forward, Deshaun Goldson uh, has been traded. Another huge flop for the Bucks, who uh, gave out big money to get Goldson a few years back. He's been traded now to the Redskins. This deal went down Friday. Uh, the deal cost Washington a 2016 sixth round pick, um, and it saves the Bucks four million in salary cap space per team source. It's a it's a salary dump trade. It's a, it's about as far as the value can drop from signing to getting uh, moved without any major injury. Well, he th- he's 32-year-old safety. 30. 30? Well, maybe that's the problem. I guess I thought he was older than he really is. I mean, he he is a part of that entire Buccaneers crop when Shiano came in, and now it's Lovey Smith. It's like they're still cleaning up mistakes from the previous regime. I'm confused, though, because didn't the Bucks say that if they didn't find anybody that they could trade with, that they were going to drop him? Like, weren't they ready to move on regardless? So why didn't the Redskins just sort of wait for that to happen? That's a fair question. They Do gave up, a little more patience. Yeah, they gave up virtually nothing. My guess is the Bucks just waited him out, and, well, and so it was a they got to move down from the sixth to the seventh round. And the That's Redskins it. GMs, so like, he know, Scott McClellan knows – Goldson from when he was at in San Francisco for a cup of coffee. It's the so. same. It's a similar situation when the Jets traded to get Ryan Fitzpatrick and gave a sixth round pick. They probably could have waited out for him to get released, and then but they didn't want to take the chance. You need to get the Amish rifle in the building when you have an opportunity, and that's what Big Mac did. This I might like be. The- I like that Lovey Smith is just like cleaning out, just like you know, just like Chip Kelly here. He's like, you don't fit my system. Goodbye. <laughs> Only Lovey's coming later. up at two and fourteen. Yeah, kind yeah, of. But yeah, and, <laughs> and Lovey is also cleaning out a lot of the guys that they brought in last year when mm-hmm. he was there. So he's like, just saying, I made a mistake. Goldson isn't one of those guys, but that team's been a disaster. All right, so we know we talked about the Reggie Bush hype train, or I talk about it a lot. Another one, another hype train, and maybe it's the evolutionary hype train is now the. Percy Harvin hype train every year we talk about or hear about how this is going to be the year where he really comes into his own. Now he's in Buffalo with the Bills and uh, Percy, you know, at the beginning of workouts, talked to reporters and had this to say, the world has yet to see me really explode like I'm about to. I mean, that could be good or bad, by the way. Is that on the field, in the locker room, on the streets? I don't know. That's what I mean. Uh, And uh, so Percy thinks this is the year. I guess he did have one big, big season in Minnesota with Brett Favre, but now this will be the year that he, quote, explodes. Uh, Colleen Wolf, do you see it happening this year without really a, a – With what quarterback? Quarter, yeah, a great quarterback in place, but obviously a great talent. If he stays healthy, it's not crazy that he could have a big year in that offense. I mean, I guess it's not impossible, but the quarterback position is where it all starts. I love Buffalo. I've said that before in segments with – Rosie, but I think that Rosie. You, yeah, Rosie. Saucy. <laughs> but you look at 
they just they need a quarterback too who they don't need somebody who's going to be amazing at the position they just need somebody who can manage the game and then if they can get that if they can manage that then I think Percy could do well that's Matt Castle baby he can well, do it Percy Harvin though teams have been trying to figure out a good role for him his whole career and it they haven't really been able to he's not really a wide receiver well Roman's not a bad guy to Take a shot at that yep. number one. But it's April, and there was a lifting session in Buffalo. So, like, 14 Bills players talked about their team as if they're heading straight <laughs> for the Super Bowl. Rex Ryan, who's learned nothing at all, cannot constrain himself, already talking about winning big games. Ridiculous. I want Why? What, what <laughs> it is ridiculous. Stop talking. You just don't like Stop writing. Talking. You just don't like writing April posts about optimistic well, teams. Well, it's but. ridiculous, is what it is. It's what you can't walk around in April saying we're going to explode. We're going to win big games. This is a team that's done nothing for a, a decade plus. Go do it. Isn't that the point, though? Like they're trying to establish that this is a new start for Buffalo, and there's something to get excited about. There's a lot of changes there. Colleen, have I you like ever the seen changes, but do it, uh, do it on the field. How about that? Does what he... happened before I got in here? No, everything was fine, but once you get Rex <laughs> well, Ryan it's my in the day conversation. Off, so. the, oh, yeah. the shirt's open, a little hint of chest air. This is the different look for Mark. Mark on his off day coming in. And by the way, big ups to Mark for coming in on his off day to do the yeah, show. Yeah, looking great. But he Look. comes in, shirt open, look like uh, a cast member of like Evening Shade. It looks great. I don't have to be anywhere before or after this, so <laughs> who am I dressing for? Where do you go next after this? I have no idea. The that's, streets. That's a great place to, to be. Yeah. All right, that's what's happening. Can you move my car? I parked that on the street. I don't operate it's that going way. well. Um, all right, so, <clears throat> so I don't know if you guys uh, were checking out uh, NFL.com on Easter Sunday, but I did write something uh, about – the free agency group that's left. And there's not a lot of big-time pieces in free agency uh, left. However, there is enough to make like a decent roster, I found out. Not a great one, but you know, I don't think it's a playoff team by any stretch. Mm. But I don't think it's an 0-16 team. It's a little old. It's a, a little, little on the older, older side. side. You compared the free agent market to a barren bodega yeah. in New York. Good use of bodega, by the way. Not a word I was... You know, familiar with until uh, I lived in New York for a decade. Yeah. What a great. Those were great. they and, you know, I probably shouldn't have limited it to New York now that I think about it. Because there used to be one uh, down the street for where I live now here in L.A. that clearly something was amiss because you would go in. It was next to the gas station. It was a part of the gas station. And the shelves would be all empty and it would just be dust collected on whatever was there. And then one day I just went up to the cashier. I was like, you guys are closing or something, right? And she's like, don't tell anyone. Yes. <laughs> That's it was, so it was actually depressing. Sad. It was kind of sad. Supply and demand, bro. Anyway, so <clears throat> I use the bodega as an anal analogy because at this point, you, maybe you shouldn't trust any of the guys in this market, but you might just end up buying it anyway because you're desperate. And uh, I put together the following team. I got Mike Vick mm. at quarterback, which is you know shaky off the bat, but what are you going to do? Running backs I like. I'm out of Bradshaw and Steven Ridley, uh, you know, injury prone, but. You know, sneaky good, potentially. I like my wide receiver group. Michael Crabtree, Greg Jennings, and Wes Welker. Uh, tight end, Jermaine Gresham. Well, who cares? Uh, and then I have I a wish line. you would look at everybody's no faces cares. right now, too. Uh, why? What am you're I missing? This. What am I missing? Uh, I'm just, I'm watching Greg's face, and <laughs> it's just sort well, of you're like, like. You're like, I like this wide receiver group with Wes Welker and Greg Jennings. So, you know, I think temper the enthusiasm. You, could, you, you could sound like that. Rex Ryan Wait, am I, right now. Am I like doing backflips about my team? I'm not. You could easily market this team to the average football fan from five years ago. 
Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, Greg. You know, I'm trying my best here no, to no, come I up hear with content you. I'm just, for you. I wouldn't yeah. be you excited know? about, you know, Welker and Jennings kind of right next to each other having to worry about <laughs> That's them a going bad down team. The I don't know. <laughs> I got my lines, got Jake Long on it, a left tackle. Uh, you know, Chris Myers, I'm going to, after a nice career in Houston, I'm going to slide him over to guard and see how he does there. Feels a little desperate. Joe Barksdale, the youngest guy in my roster at 26. You know, you know, it's not a bad offense. Your thoughts, gentlemen? What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. How many games does Michael Vick last for? What's your backup option? I Well, I wrote that I'm going to offer Kyle Orton a steak dinner. Oh, all right. No, that's How actually not How many games bad. does this team win? Let's give them like a year of practice and games together. So Don't, not too long. That's too long because they're getting older. Well, already. you know what I mean. Like about, um, It's almost unfair months. just making a whole well, new team, but you know. Sh- well, should I go through the defense too before we decide on well, the talk- team's fate? Or do you want to talk about the offense? There's a lot first? to talk about on offense here. Yeah. Lots to unpack. Go ahead, Mark. Your thoughts on Well, the I think it's, it is, you know, as pointed out with the Vic scenario by Colleen. I mean, what happens to this team come mid-October when Ahmad Bradshaw has his 44th toe injury. Michael Vick is out. Wes Welker's had another head injury. And the rest, Jake Long, you know, has leg injury 406. I don't know. It's a bad team. That's what I'm saying. The O-line isn't that bad. I would say that's the the strongest part of the team is the O-line. That's better or equal to some NFL teams out there. Crabtree's the guy I'm looking at here. And, you you know, you mentioned the bodega. There's a lot of old uh, material, empty shelves. But... You know, he was the one that got discounted because they spelled something wrong on the cover of the box or something like mm. that. But it's still looking good inside. I think there's a tasty crab tree to be had for some team out there. A little tasty crab. I like that. What about, <laughs> about Stephen wow. Ridley, a 1,200-yard rusher two years yeah. ago? Come back from an ACL injury, not what it used to be. You can come back from ACLs. He could be a guy that does some things. Probably the next guy on this list that gets signed by a real team. Yeah, Pierre Thomas. Yeah. I, I love Stephen Ridley as a pickup. I think that's another good one. Um, what about depth? I don't see a whole lot of no. uh, second, third stringers at all. In uh, well, see, that's why you guys got to read this, because I am hiring Mike Westoff. He's going to fill out my special teams and my reserves, but mostly it's just so I can go on his boat with him and just talk shop okay. with Mike Westoff. I, Westy, I call him. I randomly, when I was watching that Derek Carr stuff last week, I saw the the Broncos Raiders last week, and the last catch potent- I mean, of the last uh, week of the season, the last catch of Wes Welker's career potentially was a 36-yard catch and run. Hubba hubba. Maybe he's, he's not. He's quite, coming back. Maybe he's not quite as done. Would you take these three wideouts or the top three wideouts on the Browns right now? <laughs> Which are who? Mar- remind me, Mark. Hartline. Uh, I, I oh, saw the shot at the Browns in the uh, in the crawl underneath the roster. Wasn't itself. really a shot though. Is I'm being serious. Well, it's, would you rather have this team or the Browns overall, Wes? I mean, Mark. I would take the Browns. I mean, just based <laughs> too on long of a you had, to you be had to hesitate. Well, no, I you know I, I picked up this thing yesterday. I looked at. It, I said number one, wait, good job by Dan to go out of his way to create new content on our website. But number two. I kind of like this team. They got a lot of heart. I'd watch these games. <laughs> All right, let's check out the defense. Here we go. Thanks, Mark. I appreciate that. Uh, we got a little, a little long in the tooth at corner with Ike Taylor and Charles Tillman. I'm going to get Stevie Brown and Bernard Pollard. Ouch. Those safeties. Bernard Pollard uh, now starting for every team and fake ones. Uh, Lance Briggs, Brandon Spikes. I like that signing by me. Uh, <laughs> Joe Mays, Sean Phillips. Not as excited about that. Mm-mm. Dwight Freeney, Red Bryant in the middle there. A little Barry Cofield and uh, Matthias Kiwanuka. And then my special teams, Jay Feely, good guy, nice tweeter, and uh, Matt McBriar, who's I, Australian. I like reason. that you're keeping this open because you're not sure about you know, I'm not sure about 3-4, 4-3. And I, I think that's a bodies. really smart move by you. Thank you. 
Thanks I, a lot. Colin. I think when you, none of your team is under 30, it's good to keep. Who's the oldest guy you have on your team? Uh, that would be uh, probably Feely at 38. Uh, okay, 20, yeah. 16 of the 24 guys are 30 or older. So, But that tells you a lot about this free agency market. Like, If you're, if you're a young, cheap guy, you probably get a job if you're half decent. If you're an older guy that's really good, you'll stay in the league. But if you're like a, starting to get older and you're not like a stud, you're ending up on my fake team, and that's not good. This defense gives up about 440 <laughs> points next season. Can you imagine Aaron <laughs> Rodgers coming to town to face Ike I Taylor mean, and Charles Tillman? I actually Poor laughed out, lo- out loud when I read, Red Bryant is a solid locker room glue guy. <laughs> glue. You're going to need it. There's going to be some issues. You'll notice because Greg, when we talk about the Greg roster, I think someone on Twitter put it well that yours is your team would be called 40s and uh, felonies. Yeah, like you have a lot of low character guys. This is a good locker room, except for Crabtree. Yeah, we read Bryant, uh, former around the NFL podcast guest, great Friend guy, of the show. large Friend of the show, large man and large uh, smarts there. <clears throat> Who coach? You have to get to find the oldest GM possible. Uh, you know, to pivot in the right direction and the oldest possible coach. Uh, what was w- the Bills guy that left? Him can he can be <laughs> your GM. Colleen is thinking. I wish we could waste time like this on NFL. Now. This is great. I love this. By the way, what's the final record of this team? I I said five and eleven. I was probably just being. Mm. I uh, think they go six optimistic. and ten, and they get out to a two and two start, and people are on fire, and then the ship just catches on fire and sinks. <laughs> I think I think they're two and fourteen. I think it's Maybe Raiders one, one and fifteen. It's yeah. tough, you know. I'm trying not to take it personally, but I I seem to be struggling with it. You've you cobbled you some together. Here. There's no. You put together the best team possible, but. I would take the Jaguars over this team, wouldn't you? So this is – I do something Mm. similar if I can't sleep – I will draft teams in my head and then they'll Whoa. play each other. You have a sleeping problem. The other time, well, that may not here. be the only problem, but that's <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, no, you were I, coming I, up with nicknames last time. You, you tell me you wake up at four thirty to research every day or read. Yeah, just read. Wait, just take read. get me, the headlines. Take me through this process that you're laying in. But do you actually put pen to paper or anything? Or? No, no, no. I just do it in my head. And also, like this, I. I don't really know if I'm running a 4-3 or a 3-4 in my dreams, mm. so mm. I sort of keep it open. Like it's you. like the best team ever, or there's restrictions, like it can't be certain it's types one, of It's one, I can pick one player from each team, but I can't have more than one mm. on a team. This sounds like a future segment. We're, we're looking to come up with something. Diversify, <laughs> that's <Yeah>. not bad. <laughs> uh-huh. Colleen, Truth are is. you thinking about this? <laughs> are you? Go, Go ahead. ahead. Truth is, you know, the best artists, they don't write. They laid straight from the, straight from the dome. Word to Jay Z. Your boy. Was that Bucky? <laughs> yeah. No, that's Jay Z. See, it's hard to tell who's who. It really that, is. You always put that in. By the way, I noticed that uh, TD's uh, flow got a little smoother once Colleen got. Through. I know, really. <laughs> it's like Dave's in here. He would have been checked out. It like, was like Barry White esque there. I love it. No, no. Are comment? you thinking it's about it? this on your s- Saturday strolls? I was driving with my family to go get some dinner on Saturday. I saw Kalina moseying down the street. Well, you know, I'm I've been pretty <laughs> wow. sedentary lately. I've been going through you the look divisions like you were hustling. and like looking at team needs, but then I needed to actually move around. So yeah, I went for a little bit of a walk. Oh, it was like an exercise. It wasn't like a. It was a stroll. Going from one bar to oh, another. What? No, there like was no walking, drinking involved. Walking Wait, did you fast. see Greg and his family going by in an automobile? No, he no. saw me. I don't know. He didn't say hi. Well, I wasn't going to honk. Yeah, I didn't really realize it until I was equal. Usually you, you... I wasn't going to honk When somebody you. drives windows by are up. in like a murdered out Rolls Royce Phantom, you see it. You're right. <laughs> I don't know how I missed it. It's odd. Um, all right. So that's my fake team that no one cares about. But we talked about it anyway. What are you going to do? Put them in L.A. 
Yeah, throw them in L.A. <laughs> Problem solved. There we go. All right, before we get to our uh, our next topic where we talk about some uh, draft needs and some ideas we have, let's, let's try again to get in touch with Chris Wessling, who uh, has now been uh, in Tybee for, God, four or five days. I go by hours versus days. Cause yeah, so where are we at critical. now then? Uh, we're at 191 hours. 191 hours in now uh, in Tybee Island. That's a lot of time, a lot of time at Huckapoo. So we always look to Wes at Huckapoo's. Uh, that's typically where he is. I like that you trusted Mark's completely fabricated hours total. I took it at face value. I trust him. <laughs> Sounds right to me. I also am counting the day that he was checked out in the office. <laughs> so it's actually correct. All right, so let's get let's get Huckapoo's on the line and uh, let's do it. Let's hope he picks up. Huckapoo's. How you doing? Is Chris Wessling at the establishment? Again? Chris Wessling is he at your establishment right now by any chance? He is not here currently. No. Okay. Do you know? Uh, has he been at the the bar recently? Do you know? Not today. Okay. Great. Okay. Well, I'll try again to find him. Thank you very much. Okay. You're welcome. Bye. All right. This is distressing. Now. Well, it only makes me more worried. We have no Where could he be? Yeah, we have no beat on the guy. That was the only locale we know of that he inhabits. I like how she said, not today. Like, he, <laughs> He'll implying be... he was there yesterday and the day oh, yeah. before. <laughs> it's a little bit of cat and, ma- cat and mouse right now because uh, when we tried on, on Friday, he was garage drinking, in his words. Um, maybe he's in the garage again, Greg. I just... <laughs> I think he's trying to dodge us, maybe. Mm. We're in he, his uh, search for Lady Westling. That we're in like his prospects looking good. Maybe that sort of changed his style. Is know? his search in his garage? Well, I don't know. Maybe. You know. Well, maybe it is. Well, what about the idea of? Uh, well, so you're saying there's a chance he's not, he's cutting back on yeah, his Huckapoo's time. I don't change, man. That, what do you think, Mark? Is that I don't know. Garage shrinking tells me there's no clock on the wall, so it could have started or ended at any time. So we're thinking, oh, it's. Uh, it's just almost five o'clock where Wes is. It could be truly in his head, one thirty-eight in the morning. He maybe he's been locked away for hours I doing like what he's doing at the uh, Huckapoo's website. First of all, they spell Huckapoo's three different ways on the homepage. <laughs> That's confusing. <laughs> and yes. then there is a link uh, that says "Map to the Poo," which is you know <laughs> just the Google Maps helpful. But you know, "Map to the Poo." It is That's, our... that's the nickname, the Poo. It is one of the long-term goals of this podcast, in addition to. Of course, having a show with us all together in London, on to London, uh, hashtag send your postcards to Roger Goodell, 345 Park Avenue in New York. But another goal is to have a show at Huckapoo's on Tybee. I don't know how that would ever happen, but it's just a goal that's out there. Hey, listen, we are shooting for the stars with the trajectory of the show. What about the whaler? That Life works in the too. whaler. That's closer. I feel that like would that's, that's our that's our group's Huckapoo. Yeah, much more than Marina Del Rey. Is that the uh, area? Or is that Venice? Venice. It's right on the Venice. border. Yeah, Venice. Yeah. Uh, that's a good place. We've hung out with Colleen there before. Uh, all right. So finally, let's talk about the draft. Colleen, uh, you know, doing all those now hits. You're talking about every team, every covering every angle. So I assume that you would be a good fit for this game because you know what teams are lacking, what they what they have enough of, and all that. So that's what this game is about. It's the game without a name, according to TD. And uh, basically, the, it's it's a simple game or a simple ch- exercise. Uh, you're going to insert a team name. Would be crazy not to mm-hmm. draft a, and then you insert uh, a position. Or if you like, you want to take it a little deeper, get a little Buggy Brooks and throw in the actual player that you. You're excited about on the college level. Um, 
and you explain why that team would be crazy uh, not to bring in a player at that position, okay? So I will start, and uh, as a Jets fan, I will start with the Jets, and I will say the Jets would be Shock, crazy. Shocking. <laughs> Quiet on your throne of ease, sir. The Jets would be crazy not to draft a quarterback, and I will tell you why. There's a reason behind this. Uh, this this team spent a lot of money, okay, uh, this offseason. They brought in Darrell Revis. They made these moves. Um, they think they're going to be a lot better. I think they're going to be competitive, too. I think they're going to return to playoff contention this year. And what's going to happen if you return to playoff con- contention, you win seven to ten games with your quarterback that you're not in love with, you kind of make it work, and then what do you get out of it? You get out of like an 18th round, 18th overall pick, you're, and again, you're not in the mix at the top of the draft. They are at the top of the draft right now after an awful season. They have a quarterback. If they like Mariota, they got to do what it takes. And I know people are like, oh, don't go crazy. Get crazy and go get that quarterback with this roster that you, you like in certain parts of it and go crazy. Go to town, get Mariota, and go for it. This team hasn't had a quarterback to build around since Joe Namath. It's time Give it a shot. They'd well, be crazy not to give it so a shot. So they'd be if crazy they not it. to get Mariota, is what you're saying. Yes. Okay. But then you may have to almost maneuver up. It sounds like Tennessee's Maybe. in play for that, or willing to deal. Which is kind of my point. It's like yeah. a lot of I've heard, and a lot of people that I respect that write about the Jets said the Jets are no way they're going to do that. They're not going to move up and compromise their draft class or a future draft class. And my opinion is, why not? If you like the guy enough and you have a really big chip at number six overall, be aggressive. They'd be crazy not to. Yeah. I mean, even if the Titans aren't serious about it, Ken wasn't Hunt smart enough to make it seem like they are so they can get something more out of teams like the Jets. Well, would you want your sneaky team, the Eagles, to make a move for Mariota? I think they'd have to give up a lot more than the Jets would. Yeah, that's the thing. And they've already given up so much. And and he's already, Chip Kelly's already gone and imploded the roster as it is. But the secondary, in my opinion, still needs a lot of work. There's a lot more things that they need to do before they need a quarterback. Now, I'm not saying that I believe in Sam Bradford. I've seen what Mark Sanchez can do. Um, he looked good in Chip Kelly's system, but the more he played, the worse he got. So it, the jury's definitely still out at the quarterback position, but there's a lot more things that they need. I mean, you look at safety, and they have Malcolm Jenkins, but next to him they have Earl Wolf, who oh. – No relation. I yeah. should like him just because of that yeah. last name, but – they made some moves in... That was a wolf sound effect. At, oh, that was good. Great. <laughs> yeah. Byron Maxwell, they brought him in. <laughs> I'm going to keep going. Walter Thurman, I mean, he's coming in off, uh, what, an ACL. So you don't really know that. Thank God they cut the ties with Kerry Williams and Bradley Fletcher. They had to. But, I mean, this was one of the worst secondaries in the league. They have to address it. All right. McGagnon seems like a guy who would be aggressive and go do it. Well, so does Chip really. Kelly. So you're you're really saying Mariota? Yeah, Mariota's you don't want them to force it at the top of the second round just to do it. No, if they can't get Mariota, God, it would be great because it's it, you know some people in this building. Bucky Brooks, I think, in his latest mock has Mariota going at 15. So maybe <laughs> I saw that. You, you know, know, maybe they don't have to do anything. They just sit yeah. at six and grab him. That would obviously be great. Usually, fate doesn't smile kindly on the Jets, so I don't imagine they would get that lucky. But who knows? Well, I think he fits. I, what Chan Gailey has done in the past, he's a little more of a spread and short passing. Then again, that's also why Geno Smith's going to have the Comeback Player <laughs> of the Year award this year. I'm the only one driving comeback the, the Geno Smith bandwagon. Sandwich on that? And no, I'm not going to do oh. that. I don't really believe in that. But I think I think Geno Smith will be good. I do. Uh, we shall see. Mm-hmm. And by the way, if Geno Smith is good, the Jets are going to the playoffs. 
And if oh, you think Geno no. Smith's going to be good, it's getting you wacky. Need to do I it. think he was good. Here's the, that's the thing. Oh. If you watch just December, Geno Smith had a better month, played better than Teddy Bridgewater or Derek Carr or any of those guys. No one wants to give him any credit because his name's Geno Smith. He played, he, he played pretty well. Should have gotten in here earlier when you guys were doing the bath salts. <laughs> What's going on in this room? Speaking of which, I need to go to a meeting. Which Do you I really? Wanna, I want to take bath salts to, oh. before I go there. Oh. It's ridiculous. I have to go to the, oh. this corporate nonsense in the middle of a podcast. Synergy. All right. Well. I, can't, I can't wait to hear the negative uh, reaction to this little comment I just made. I know. Too. I'm just I'm being quiet because I know that will not go unpunished. Well, I also know... You know the podcast is in great hands today with Colleen. And we got an Mark actual host here off, with us. His today. off day, Dan spitting fire. So you guys don't need me. <laughs> All right, Greg. Guys, we're just getting started. <laughs> oh <my here>. God. <laughs> All right, no. bye guys. All right, Greg. Uh, thank you for being professional. I agree with anything that upper management has decided, <laughs> yes. or Greg, or any of us. It seems they're they're accurate. They're right. The way I look at it, and this is just me. There's a reason why they got those offices. Of course. So you basically do three what of us told. About that. No. Do as you're told. All right, so let's continue with the game now. That was mine. The Jets would be crazy if they do not draft Mar- Marcus Mariota. Colleen, you're t- Which, by the way, I really liked um, Charles Davis in his mock draft. He had Mariota going to the Rams at number 10. We've seen Mariota go so many different places, but I like the Rams only because that would mean Nick Foles and Marcus Mariota would be together, which would really, I'm sure, ruffle Chip Kelly's feathers. I think so you're right. <laughs> that's all. I'm going to go there. All right, so I'm going to say the Chiefs would be crazy not to draft a wide receiver. Hmm. I'm not going to say the stat that everybody knows and everybody wants to vomit every time they hear it. Well, Greg's not here. You could say it. Go ahead, in case people didn't know. All right, in case you didn't hear, yes. a wide receiver didn't score a touchdown last season for the Kansas City Chiefs. Greg actually, in, in, yeah. Wait, are you <laughs> serious? Uh, Greg actually, I, uh, I think he said he was going to fire one of us if we put it in a post again. This is when Greg was in a bad mood one morning, I believe. So. This is what are we're you dealing with. Trying to set me up here. I am with not. That? I said that I wasn't going to no, throw no. that out there. And plus, he doesn't Man. have firing power over you. So All right, cool. that's true. Uh, but yeah, go on. Yeah. So, so that's obviously a major need. Now, I'm not sure how much of that had to do with Alex Smith and how much had to do with the fact that they really didn't have a number one wide receiver there. Dwayne Bow now gone. They got Jeremy Macklin. Who knows how much Macklin's stats were inflated because of Chip Kelly's system, but he did play well. That was his first year as the feature number one wide receiver anywhere, really, and he did well. He's back with Andy Reid now. But after Jeremy Macklin, then you have Jason Avant, another old, uh, older player, but he's also has been with Andy Reid before. Then you have guys – it really falls off after that. You have – DeAnthony Thomas, who I keep calling DeAnthony Hopkins for some reason I in our, in our now segments, and we keep having to stop down because of it. But yeah. got it right that time. Um, they like him. Frankie Hammond Jr. Yeah, Jr. Hemingway. I mean, these are guys that – You ever call Frankie Hammond Jr. Freddie Prince Jr.? No, that's okay. never happened, but maybe it will now. Okay. So, yeah, I, I think that that's uh, definitely something that they have to address now. Andy Reid isn't known as a guy who likes to draft a wide receiver – early especially first round I think he's only taken two wide receivers ever in the first round but I think obviously with the need maybe they'll make an exception here. I mean also you're looking at last year they completely ignored that for the most part and this year it's two of the better wide receiver draft classes you may not get that for another five six years so you want to be the team that says no we have Alex Smith at quarterback and we're not going to draft any wide receivers and continue to win with a 1930s type offensive roster good luck to that (laughs) 
1930s. I don't know. I mean, it seems like they're almost they're they're so they're so hell bent on not bringing in new wide receiving talent. They did this last year, and they then later said, you know, we might have made we might have misjudged that. Like every Chiefs fan was looking at that roster, saying. What's happening? The Chiefs, the Chiefs feel like one of those teams to me, and I bet if you sat down and like went through all 32, you could come up with eight to you know six to eight teams, maybe up to ten that are kind of in NFL purgatory right now, where it's hard to get excited yeah. about them. They're not going to be awful, probably, but they're not going to be a Super Bowl contender. They just kind of exist, and I guess that's one of the hardest things for a fan to get excited about. But to Colleen's point, you bring in and it's a, another good wide receiver draft. They're saying, you bring in a stud wide receiver, you put him next to Macklin. Alex Smith can make some plays. That could help. I mean, yeah. their, their offensive line needs help too, but that's another. That's a whole other story. Yes. The quiet storm. Your turn. I'm going to look at two teams with, with quarterbacks getting very old, and that is the Chargers with Phillip Rivers and the Saints with Drew Brees. In both cases, you're not going to get one of the number two, and I don't think that matters. I don't think these number two quarterbacks are the same. They wouldn't be judged that way in other years. You've got to keep drafting quarterbacks at this point and develop people because Phillip Rivers could flat-out retire after this season if he's even on the Chargers this season, which he will Wow. Won't. You think that could happen? Well, listen, weird the draft day, weird stuff can lead up. Lead yeah. up to the draft, weird things can happen. It is possible that he's not on the roster, but he made, it's very possible he's not on it two seasons from now. And then you've got Drew Brees, who let's not act like he's 28 years old and has five years left. You've got one of the best quarterback guru types and Sean Payton draft guys groom them don't do it too low don't get stuck with someone don't get stuck where you have to draft someone next year just keep getting guys so what are you saying draft quarterbacks like second I, if I'm the Chargers if you, if you want to go get like Bryce Petty or one of these guys it's the next tier go do it higher than someone think the same way the Patriots did with Garoppolo last year Go out and do it before people expect and get someone of note, not some seventh-round guy who's working at ShopRite three years from now. <laughs> I worked at ShopRite. That was my first job, and uh, I was let go for money disappearing from the till. But it wasn't anything. Wait a minute. Yeah, I, I never stole a dime from ShopRite. Were you a bagger, or did you I was working. Shelves? I was working the cashier. I was a, a you know money guy. You oh, know, the, okay, yeah. And then you check out guy, mm -hmm. that move. Uh, but I just, again, as I've said on the show many times before, I'm very bad at math. So I probably, every once in a while, I was given away the wrong change. I got banged on it two times. And one day I came into work and punched the clock in. And it didn't take my info. And they're like, now nah, we'll let you go. I understand that <laughs> because I'm the same way. And I worked at a water ice place. Yeah. And a what? Water ice. What's that? It's like Italian ice. Okay, I got you. But it's oh. water ice. Yep. And you know, people also call it water ice, but I don't, I don't <laughs> go that way. Um, yeah, but I'm very bad at math. And when you'd have to do the change part, mm, I would start it's sweating. Tricky. Like it was awful. Doesn't it tell you, like I worked, I worked at this store that had an older cash register out of like, we're not going to do anything new. And I had to count in my head the change. That was an utter oh, that's disaster. That's not fair. But didn't yours, by the time you're working these no. jobs, have the... Oh, I see, still had one of the older ones. You have to realize not only are we not good at math, most people are not good at math. Yes. On the spot with like an angry person staring at you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Let's go around the horn one more time here. So you brought up Drew Brees, Mark. And um, you know what? They're not going to trade Drew Brees. And here's my thing on that. If you're not going to trade him, if you're not going to make a blockbuster deal and move him and try to get a ton of draft picks back, which we've talked about on the show, that might not be the worst idea for a team whose Super Bowl window might have closed. Well, the Saints then would be crazy not to draft a playmaker at wide receiver or a tight end uh, to 
if you're going to keep Drew Brees in the age 36 season, what does he have, two years left or whatever, maybe, of being a top quarterback, give him the talent. And, you you know, you send Kenny Stills out of town, send Jimmy Graham out of town, you beef up your your running attack, so that's going to be more of a focus of the offense. But you still have Drew Brees, and you're still paying him godlike amounts of money uh, to be your star player in the face of your franchise. They'd be crazy not to address their playmaker dearth uh, in their passing offense, and I'm sticking to it. Yeah, I think Brandon Cooks will have a huge role <laughs> next year. I can see that you're very set on this. Wow. Uh, but, yeah, they got Colston across from There's Nick Toon. Guys that just have I like Brandon Cooks. I mean, I like, we talked a, yeah, ba- sure. a lot about him coming into the last year. That's a nice young player. Nick Toon has done some things. I mean, Colston is Colston. But they it's clear they need somebody. Benjamin more. Watson is the top of their depth chart at tight end right now. They yep. need maybe an outside speeder, speedster. I think they got work They're to do. They're going to run the ball, too, a little bit more this year. But that's what oh, I mean. Yeah. They're good. That's yeah. a big part of their offense this year. It's clear. Wes wrote a great piece about that um, last month, that they're clearly gearing up to be a more balanced team. But at the end of the day, you've got to pass the ball, and you have one of the best passers of his generation. Give him the weapons, too. I know their defense needs uh, work as well, but – to me, when you pay Drew Brees that much money, you got to give him stuff. What about a little Wes Welker action in New Orleans? Ooh. Bring him in for a low-level salary. I don't trust Wes. I mean, I trust him on my fake team. But I wouldn't – if That's I was not paying, paying much. Yeah, exactly. If I was paying my quarterback like $37 million. I'm saying pay him like $38 a week. And by the way, Drew Brees, did we talk about – I think we talked about this. I had no idea Jimmy Graham would be traded. <laughs> That guy should go right. into politics because to say that with a straight face. You're saying because the mountain of money that he's being paid. Got to get rid of these other high picks. That's true. Guys. He's plugged in. I'm saying he's plugged into the organization. I wanted to believe him, too. I wanted to be like, oh, my gosh, you're blindsided does. by this. He tweeted out a photo of his son wearing. wearing the Graham jersey. <laughs> the guy is basically essentially part of the front office as far as I'm concerned. He's going to pretend like they never ran by a Jimmy, Gra- Jimmy Graham trade by him. No, I'm not believing you, Bubba. <laughs> Bubba Clinton. Uh, all right, that's mine. Colleen? All right. The Giants, I'm going to stick in the NFC East for now. The okay. Giants would be crazy not to draft a safety. So they lost Entrell Roll. He's now with the Bears. Good one. When you look at their projected starting roster right now, they don't even have anybody listed at free safety. There's nobody there. And then you look at who else is there. Cooper Taylor and Nat Burhey. Oh, well, that Burhey checks out very well on film. He was my camp counselor no, in 92. Uh, no. So this is a dire Burhey. situation. They were really bad run support. It, it's just that is an area that they really need to address, and that should be – I mean, they need two safeties, not just one. That should be their f- top priority. Mm. I like that. I think, yeah, I think they definitely they had they brought back Spags as their defensive coordinator. I think that could give them a shot in the arm. But yeah, they need the tools there on defense too. I like the Giants, by the way, as yeah. a team, as a fan. Just a, no, like in what way? Not. What's like? I like them as a under the radar NFC East champion this year. Really? Yes. Is this all because of Odell Beckham? No, see, quite the opposite because I'm I'm the one that's ever like everybody pumped the brakes a little bit on Odell Beckham, but I don't know the way the NFC East is. I think this will be a, a, a Giants year. Like uh, yourself, little change. Ben McAdoo. Things could change, but yeah, just throwing it out there. But they got to make smart moves. That would be a smart move. Mm-hmm. Built rebuilding that back end. All right, well, let's go. Let's talk. Oh, you have nothing else to say about the Giants? I loved it. That was great. <laughs> 
<laughs> I agree, and I think you're if you're at this point in the it's April and you don't have even a known quantity on the roster, you have you have to draft. Colleen's point was so solid. Nothing else needs to be. Well, solid. sometimes that happens. Everyone in the room just says, "Nailed it." I wish you weren't a liar. <laughs> I'm not Great lying, work. Colleen. Home run. <laughs> Thanks, guys. All right, your turn, Mark. Last one. Uh, Baltimore Ravens. You know the owner comes out and says, "Not worried about wide receiver. We don't need to draft one. Doesn't matter." Sorry, across from Steve Smith, who is aging, by the way. Uh, you have Marlon. As we all are. Well, you have Marlon Brown. That's your starter. And then you have Michael Combinero and Kamar Aiken. And the owner says, no, love our young guys. Well, that's fine. But, like, we're looking at a group that if Joe Flacco ever went down, you know who your quarterback is? Who? That's Shab. Oh, Matty Boy. Oh, that's right. One fell move, Shabbo. and this team is going 3-13. and 13. But wait So a you second. better go get a wide receiver. Joe Flacco indestructible though never missed a down never so missed a down. i guess that will never happen but if it does you are sitting on a time bomb that's that's rough those receivers they need a, and, and you know they lost they don't even know what's happening at tight ends so they're both needs but you can't just not throw the ball in baltimore you've got you've got to figure it out so you got to get some wide receivers i like yep. that uh, TD is distracting me. I'm sorry. What's going right. on back there? He's doing push-ups behind the glass. Now I'm distracted. <laughs> Probably, again, because Colleen's here, I think. Barry White behind the glass. I'm TD, stick even mildly I'm professional. Show, I'm the show that better myself, guys. Can we get a little right. Enya at some point, too? <laughs> you have any Enya right now? Uh, come on. Colleen's <laughs> special guest is like, oh, don't make me work. Oh, That's. On. Let's get it. Right. Why do you even minute. know what Enya is? I think this is it right here. Oh, uh, there you it. go. It just so, makes me feel better. Yeah, now. let's just yeah. let this roll a little. Now I'm bit. grounded again. Yeah, yep. push-up music. By the way, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I think the Ravens are. And by the way, the Ravens are going to be going deep in the playoffs again as well. Well, you've made two predictions, and one of them is going to go massively off track. I promise you. <laughs> All right. So those are our um, our draft, uh, you know, demands. Really. Yeah. They weren't even suggestions. They were basically, if you don't do this. You're awful. And we're done with jobs. you. We're done with you as an organization. Um, and that is uh, that is it for the Around the NFL podcast. Uh, Greg, I hope everything's going well in that meeting. I hope what he said before he went to the meeting, which is clearly out of frustration. Any shadowy league figure that was listening to Greg uh, there, do not, you know, don't hold it against them. Mm-mm. Who, You know, they got called into a meeting in the middle of a podcast. It's tough. Yeah, I mean, you could hold it against him, but you have to look at everything else he's done too. Yes. It's This was a bad moment for Greg. And management sees that, but also hold into account the good things he's done. He's right. doing a lot, and yeah. and you can see he's really putting in the effort in a lot of different places. I'd say it's all right to use this if your management say this was a bad moment for Greg, and we can we can put that in the file too. <laughs> all right, so we will be back on Thursday, our second and final show of the week. Uh, it will be Zach Goldman in the director chair, much to TD's chagrin, uh, and Zach will put us through. Uh, a gauntlet of challenges from what I understand. So make sure you listen to that show. Uh, Colleen, it was so great having you here. Thank Thanks, you. guys. We will have you back on again if you'll have us. All right, deal. Cool, deal. deal. All right, this is it. Dan Hans is signing off for Quiet Storm, the Wolf Woman, and TD Behind the Glass. Till Thursday. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. 
Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.